What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WT. F1 podcast, race week edition. The Belgian Grand Prix is here and we are back to talk about, well, not news as such, but we're going to be doing some crazy predictions for the second half of the season and just getting ready for more heartbreak for me. But I feel like my heart's ready for it now, you know? (laughs) So I feel like the crazy predictions hopefully won't all be about Ferrari um, because... I'm not sure I'll be able to take it, but Katie, Tommy, welcome, the WTF1 author, the WTF1 founder. How are we both? Have you survived the summer break? Sure have. I was just waving a lot because I've been waving a lot in the audio podcast, so Mm. it's nice to actually know that it's going somewhere this time. (laughs) Oh, that's very sweet. But yeah, it's been a busy summer break, but ready for some more racing. Lovely. Before Before we get into these crazy predictions... We're going to start shouting out the lovely people who give us this podcast a five-star review. I have promised it before and never did. So this one is from Manu Sama. Hopefully I've not butchered your name. From the Netherlands on Apple Podcasts. Recently, I've been starting to listen to this show. And after every practice, quality, race, or even drama, their insights and humor are well appreciated to understand the sport better. Oh, thank you Warms so your heart. much. I can't wait for the next you. one. It's like, one-star review comes in from Tommy WTF1. <laughs> I hate Matt. Right, here we go then. Thank you, Manu Sama. Much appreciated. We're also live on Twitch. Remember, WTF1 official, if you want to come follow us on here, we do all the race watch-alongs, quality watch-alongs, sometimes practice watch-alongs, and we'll also react to any big news and just jump straight on Twitch and have a little chinwag with you all. So uh, make sure to go follow us on there. Right, Katie, we're going to start. With a prediction from yourself. So please, fire away. Well, I'd just like to have a little disclaimer before I say mine. I'm really sorry to the Tafosi. I know you have been through enough. Oh, God. And I don't mean this in a horrible, malicious way, but I've gone for the prediction that the Ferrari drivers are going to collide at some point this season. <laughs> what a start. Did I not say? I'm really Ferrari. sorry. <laughs> Let's save the Ferrari pain for later, Katie, straight in. No, they're going to crash. Wow. Okay. So where's that come from? Where's that prediction based off of? Well, I think that has come from the fact that Ferrari have mugged both their drivers off a lot in the first half of the season. Second half of the season, they're going to be quite desperate to get some points on the board, you know, make up for the points that they have lost. And in doing so, there's going to be a little scuffle between the two at some point. Not saying that they're both going to you know, DNF out the race and it's going to be as crazy as Spain with Hamilton and Rosberg or Baku with Ricardo and Verstappen. But 
I just have a feeling. So apologies. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna... Dragon Slayer in our Twitch chat just said they'll collide in Monza. Imagine. I think Ferrari would just liquidate as a business. If that happens, that I'm so sorry. <laughs> I yeah. would be the first to start the petition uh, petition for them to liquidate uh, if, that, if that happened. <laughs> Um, oh God, imagine. Ferrari drivers collide. Okay, let me just process that. Let me see how that settles with me. I feel like it's going to be one of those, if it does happen, which it better not, uh, Science will be ahead of Leclerc. Leclerc will be faster. Leclerc will be going, let me oh. through. And then the team radio will go, we are checking. We are checking. We are checking. <laughs> and then he'll go for a move. And maybe there'll be a bit of wheel banging. Maybe they will go both go out the race. I feel like that's the only thing to really get it as a clean sweep for Ferrari's disaster class this year is that we need the two to to collide for it to be a, a full house bingo. Um, I, I don't personally see it happening. I don't think they're well. Maybe they are that stupid, but I I don't know. I, I... clip that chat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's going to happen, Tommy? Oh, I don't know. We've been saying it since. Essentially, Carlos was announced there, didn't we? We were like, they're going to crash at some point, 100%. And it's still not happened. It would, like you say, be the ultimate thing to just sum up their season if they collided. I think if they did collide, it wouldn't be like a Hamilton Verstappen thing. It would just be a little bit of wing falls off or something, like an M plate or whatever, when they just get a little bit too wheel banging and racy. But So like, uh... kind of how it's kind of... Uh, what year was it? Rosberg and Hamilton came together in Spa. Like one of them got a puncture, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Whereas tensions rise. Yeah. But not. I could, I could see that happening. Good. It's, uh... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's quite scary that you can see that happening, but you cannot see that happening between Verstappen and Perez, especially if Perez uh, continues on his bit of a downhill slope. Uh, when it comes to performances, it has to be said. Um, but okay, thank you, Katie, for starting that off um, so positively for <laughs> me. Just come off summer break. First thing, Ferrari drivers will collide. Thank you, Katie. Much appreciated. <laughs> okay, my prediction. <laughs> my prediction. There's a lot of people are talking about, you know, someone finishing in front of someone else or teammate rivalries or whatever. Mine is Oscar Piastri won't get an F1 seat for next year. Not because he doesn't deserve it, but contracts <laughs> contracts can get pretty pretty spicy okay uh, how it could unfold is that mclaren aren't able to get oscar for whatever reason but then at the same time oscar may have burnt enough bridges for alpine to be like no no you're absolutely not going to race for us next year now after everything that you've done i'm not sure they're in the position to be able to do that uh, as a team to almost discipline Oscar Piastri that he won't drive next year. But it's that kind of thing where I'm just like, oh God, that that tweet has very much burnt the bridge behind you mm. and hope to God that the one in front of you works out with Danny Rick taking that big paycheck and all that good stuff. But it's a crazy prediction. That's what that's what we've been asked for. And I know people are like, ah, you don't know Will. The thing is, right, as we do with predictions for every single race and quali, it's a bit of fun. And yeah. I'm not saying it's 100% going to happen, but it could happen. And that's the beauty of crazy predictions. Indeed. I I feel like this could happen as well. I'm not, I don't completely disagree with you here and think it's ridiculous personally, because the more it goes on, the more I'm concerned that it could be that way where Daniel Ricciardo does just go, no, I want to see out my contract. I don't want the embarrassment of getting paid off and going back to my old team. 
I even question whether Alpine, if it even looks bad on them, I know they said they would want him to come back, uh, but they would consider taking him back anyway. But I feel like who looks more embarrassed there, Daniel Ricciardo going back or them bringing back their old driver that left them. It's not great for either party. So maybe Daniel Ricciardo just says, no, you know what? Screw you, Zach Brown, I'm staying. I'm not not taking it. And he might do. Um, and even if that means that he's sat on the grid with three wheels every race until he decides to leave and that it, they're told the mechanics to not you know, put his wheels on or um, just completely sabotage him, which I don't think will happen. But um, yeah, Piastri, that, yeah, that tweet, it's a, it's a spicy one. And if he, if Ricardo does stay, I wonder, I wonder how much the Williams seat as well is stayed open because the idea was that Piastri would go to Williams and have that year before he joined McLaren, potentially, or or, or Alpine. Um, but that's obviously not happening now. So, so what you're saying is that Oscar Piastri could have easily had about three F1 seats and there's a chance that he might get none. It's hilarious, isn't it? The way F1 works. <laughs> he had no F1 seat and everyone was saying what a joke it was. And now he's heavily rumoured at three. One he's already turned down flat out completely. It's wild. It's 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 such a wild thing. It's still crazy that it's happened three weeks on. And mm. my God, they're going to get a lot of questions in the press conference on Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. No, I know. I, if I could change one thing, well, maybe not one thing, but like go back in time and say to Oscar Piastri, your tweet is fine. Just take off the last sentence of I will not be driving for Alpine next year because he's burnt his bridge by doing that. You know, they might be in such a desperate state. And, you know, they said that they wanted Piastri, like they've put four years or something of training and, you know, aid and finance behind him to get him to this point. So there may still be something salvageable there. But like just end your tweet by saying I'm excited to announce my 2023 plans with you soon or something. Don't burn your bridge and say you're not racing at Alpine because this F1 driver market is absolutely crazy as we've seen from years previous so but I think I'm I'm in agree like agree with you Matt I think at the moment the most likely seat is maybe Williams but I can't see McLaren or Alpine like as as time goes on the more it seems to be like coming like reaching out of his grasp if that makes sense yeah I reckon the last bit of his tweet he was with Fernando Alonso as he was writing it, and he said, <laughs> Fernando, Fernando is, this is this tweet all right? And he went, let me just check. And then Fernando read the last bit and hit send. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then went straight onto his Instagram and posted and the, the story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The thing is, I wouldn't put it past uh, Fernando having had some uh, some sway in what went on there. Like The, the king of the burner of bridges. <laughs> Teaching the apprentice Oscar Piastri. The fact uh, that he's burned bridges with the team that he's gone back to twice and won both his world championships with is quite hilarious. I find it amazing as well, like Fernando on social, after everything that went on, how he's left Alpine in the absolute mud, you know, moved to Aston Martin. And then he'll like reply to some Alpine message on social, like, yeah. hey, looking forward to this weekend and stuff yeah. like that. And you're going, mm, not sure that's quite how you're feeling, Fernando. But mm. oh, he's just such a such a oh, legend. Character. Also, yeah, yeah, big character. 
As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to tap into the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritise who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash WTF1. Again, that's linkedin.com slash WTF1 to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one for your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way? It's an interesting point, really, because how we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. Thankfully, there are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. There's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. If you've never tried therapy before, I would absolutely say it's worth a try. Just getting that weight off your shoulders is something I myself have personally experienced. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So if you want to try it out, which I absolutely do recommend, WTF1 listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash WTF1. That's betterhelp.com slash WTF1. Right, Tommy, what's your prediction? So speaking of Alonso, I think it's going to get saucy and bitter between Ocon and Alonso for the remaining few races. I don't know, there's no metric in there, so I'm going to say at least... Three of the last nine races, they have moments a bit like Hungary where one of them's putting into the wall or we hear some team radio where they're not happy with each other. I feel like Alonso now is not going to hold back if Alon- if uh, Ocon wants to get a bit too um, too close in wheel-to-wheel combat or a bit questionable with some late moves and things. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe it's the two Alpine drivers that end up colliding. We shall see. But I think it could get... They're certainly not going to be Esty besties anymore, I don't think. Oh, it's, it's a it's a fair prediction. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, their racecraft between each other haven't exactly been anywhere near kind and thinking of the team, especially when it's Esteban Ocon. Uh, Hungary, a great example. Saudi yeah. was Saudi another was good Saudi, example of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Alonso's not got any allegiance to the team now. He doesn't care. If anything, he wants Aston Martin to beat Alpine in the constructors this year. It's impossible, <laughs> but Alonso is going to drive for himself. I completely agree that Ocon does not want to give up. And I think in some respects, he's been quite a disappointing team player. If you're an Alpine uh, team principal uh, from how he's played it. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that could get 
I think that will 100% end in a tangle. That's that's my thinking. I think Ocon now knowing that the seat next to him next year isn't filled yet, he's going to go quite like alpha male the second half of the season and be like, well, I'm going to be the boss. Maybe he knows that, yeah, Alonso might, you know, start driving for himself and that kind of thing. And I think maybe his racing will become a little bit more aggressive so he can sort of show Alpine I can be that number one seat if you need me to be. Um, and yeah, that could well result in the two of them coming together um, because we've seen a few examples of it so far this season. Um, so yeah, I would say that this this could well happen. But anytime I think of like gets bitter, I picture like Verstappen pushing Ocon in the, like near the Weybridge thing. Like, are we talking fisticuffs between Ocon and Alonso, or is it just going to be like all smiles off the grid? And then when you like when you're racing, it's you know. No, I don't, don't think we'll back. even. I don't think we'll even see the the friendly interviews with them anymore uh, by mm, the end of the season. It would just like be Ocon cleaning lots of Alonso's team radios. face in the garage. Yeah, team yeah. radio. Fair few Ooh. team radios of them getting. Annoyed. Sign me up. Sign me up. Spicy. I want the drama. Uh, I, I, there's a funny comment uh, from Ricky in the Twitch chat. Alonso would purposely steer Alpine in a wrong development path. Maybe this has been the old plan the whole oh. time. Alpine actually <laughs> could have won the championship, but he decided to go. He's going to Aston Martin from the first race. L plan is he goes to every team, sabotages <laughs> them, and then the only team left that he goes to at the end haven't been sabotaged and they're the best team and he wins like so when, he, when he's 50 years old yeah, he's when gonna he's like 103. win the title <laughs> <laughs> amazing good old alonzo chat okay now we go over to some fan predictions uh, and the first one is uh, a regular in the twitch chat uh, mega versus primus mercedes won't win a race but then we also have a prediction from DR Max 93 Mercedes can win a ninth constructors title this season. I disagree with Mega versus Primus. I still fully believe that Mercedes will win a race this year, especially if the hype is to believe that Mercedes will uh, take a step forward when we come into to Spa. And of course, we've got these porpoising regulations and all that stuff uh, locked in. Um, but no, I don't think Mercedes will win a construct, uh, the Constructors title. I know they've picked up a lot of points, but at the same time, you have to admit they are a long way behind. Verstappen is Verstappen. Perez, yeah, fair enough, is tailing off a little bit, but I think yeah, it's, it's too big of a gap to, to close in. I mean, if Mercedes end up winning a ninth Constructors title, that's going to be one of the greatest, like I guess, comebacks in F1 considering the state of their car at the beginning of the year and all the issues they had with it. But yeah, I agree that I think they'll win a race. I think my prediction for Spa was that Mercedes were going to win in Spa, which might have been a bit, uh, I might have been a bit overexcited when I came up with that prediction. But hey, that's just the summary of how we do our predictions on this podcast. Um, so I think they will win a race um, and I don't think they're going to win the ninth Constructors title this season. If any, I think probably Red Bull will get it again. Because I think Checo is going to have full attack the second half of the season. He started off so strong at the start of this season. And I think that after having a break, he'll come back with that same approach. And then perhaps again, you know, slightly tail off as the, season, the second half of the season goes. But um, I have full faith in Checo and I'm on the Checo chariot again. Not the whatever I said, penny <laughs> farthing. Penny farthing. <laughs> that was a throwback. Oh, yeah, I don't personally i'm going to regret saying this but i don't get i don't feel quite 
so hyped about Mercedes. I think my prediction, if we didn't have so many about Mercedes, will would have been the Mercedes will still be the third best car uh, for the rest of the season. I know there's a lot of rule changes and there's been a summer break, but I think there's more fundamentally wrong with that car than just the porpoising issues and stuff. And don't get me wrong, uh, even though they will have the third uh, fastest car, in my opinion, still think they might edge Ferrari and beat them in the championship. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if Hamilton finished second in the title because he's driving superbly at the moment. So in my opinion... I'm still really on the fence about them winning a race. I think it'd be such a shame, particularly Hamilton, because I don't want him to see. I don't want him to lose that record personally. But um, I think if they do win a race, it would be kind of because other drivers have fallen off the road. Maybe Leclerc's on wet tires on a dry race, and Verstappen's flaws disintegrated again, or something, rather than them just being the best, the best car at a race. So. I feel like they'll sneak one, at least. But I can't see them being this amazing. Suddenly, they're back to the old Mercedes again for the rest of the season. So, oh no, we don't want the old Mercedes, Tommy. We no. just want we just want them to be, you know, there or thereabouts and give us a nice little three way fight so that uh, Leclerc can finish first and Verstappen sixth in every race between here and the end of the season. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's I, I think Mercedes. I, I said this at the start of the season. I'm still going to say it. The Mercedes will be fastest at some point during this season. Um, and uh, we'll see. But, Brazil, maybe. Um, it could be a good race for them. Perhaps. Don't know. Who knows? Who knows what the upgrades are coming as well uh, for the rest of the season? Because this is the start of a new era. S04 underscore Simon comes in with. Oh, it's another one. Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso will get a podium in the second half of the season. I think he's one of the only drivers probably in contention to nab a podium if there's a crazy race. I think I said this in a podcast maybe last hot time out takes or one, whatever, yeah. or hot takes, whatever it was, uh, that I think, yeah, Alonso is one of those candidates for sure uh, because Alpine do have a decent car. They've turned up, uh, especially in the hands of Alonso, and, and, and done some miraculous things this year. Uh, and I think there's at least one more Alonso masterclass in the tank, especially when he tells Ocon that he should go and change his tyres to a certain thing that's wrong, but just to benefit himself. Uh, yeah, I think Fernando will do everything he can to score a podium this year. Absolutely send on Ocon or something. Yeah, the I'm going to stick to my opinion from that hot take Wednesday and say, while it's very boring and I want to, I really want to believe Alonso can get a podium, I just I just can't see anyone getting a podium other than the big three for the rest of the season. Um, Lando's the only person that's got one so far. And it just comes down to the fact that it seems to take an absolute miracle for um, or, or something absolutely crazy for Verstappen not to be on the podium. And equally, Mercedes, you're kind of relying on four of the top six cars completely disintegrating because they're just so far ahead particularly particularly mercedes that even though they've had the third fastest car they just pop it on the podium and finish every single race and they've had no reliability issues so that for me is a little bit concerning but at the end of the day when new rules get implemented they're normally the biggest field spread 
of the lot and it's as each year goes by they're meant to get closer so that at least gives me some hope that we'll see it later down the line but I just think the gap's too big for those top six teams and particularly Mercedes and Verstappen will be will be there and then you have to rely on even if Verstappen isn't there you've got to hope both Ferraris have a nightmare or Checo or whatever so thanks for fueling really the hype to Tommy be, I really want it to be true <laughs> but I don't I don't personally think it will happen but I did say if he does get a podium I'll do a shoey on the stream he gets a podium so there we go well, what are you shoeying so yeah Beer? yeah Pepsi and well, milk whatever Pepsi and milk Pepsi and milk yeah <laughs> oh no yeah 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 or come on you gotta put your what did you what did you what did you shoey just a beer a beer beer. okay yeah i did water that's so gross why would you shoey water that's just gonna infuse with your foot juice at least with beer you can get rid of the taste as a shoey expert i was gonna say a shoey i've done one shoey so i'm fully (laughs) qualified to give opinions on it but well, thank yeah. you, Tommy, for that insight on that uh, prediction. Um, in, in a nutshell, in a shit. <laughs> just wreck my house. In, in a nutshell, don't tune into the second half of the season. Uh, that's what uh, I would. Uh, that's what Tommy's basically said. So uh, good, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. fully on board to be like, yeah, Fernando Alonso podium. Like that could be really random. Like we've had so many races, especially last year, where we had crazy podium results or whatever but after tommy's explanation i like you say i might just not bother tuning in for spa anymore it's just gonna be too too many things have to go i'm not saying it won't be exciting it's been a good season and we've had no random podiums but what you say about the top six is so true like yes so true Ferrari, (laughs) ferrari unless they still continue to have reliability issues will probably pick up one of the places or two of them red bull are really strong and seem to have I'm going to jinx it so badly now, but sorted out any reliability woes that no, they had no, at the keep, start of the keep season. Fueling keep fueling that. Okay. And Mercedes are there. So although we've seen some stunning performances from Alonso, like Australia before he had his hiccup in qualifying or the car failed on him, I shouldn't say it's not, it wasn't his fault. And then Canada was great. So I'm like, well, he's got it still in him. And the car, when Alpine give him a car that's competent, can do good things. But yeah, I'm with Tommy. I think he, I think he's explained it well enough that maybe that dream has been crushed. So thanks, Tommy. I've crushed the dream with with facts rather facts. than yeah and logic rather than just being nah. like, yeah Alonso. Nah, um, and I, want to Alonso. Believe, I want to believe. But last year, so many people got a podium, didn't they? I think it was was it 13 drivers or something ridiculous. So, Jeez. Uh, and that's and the, the difference, isn't it, between having a top two? teams uh, top three top three yeah yeah 100% uh you just don't ever get those races where I mean has anyone come close obviously Lando got got one but I'm trying to think if there's even been any other moments where a driver's finished fourth and you've gone oh they're really close to a podium I don't think so so mm. we need not yeah, like, maybe a, like a, a washout no. at spa no, two lap race where mm. you can't um George Russell gets his... puts on pole or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the only way it can happen. Okay. Well, we'll we'll find out, won't we, in the second <laughs> half of the season. Uh, next crazy prediction comes in from the Clint Jr. Signs will finish ahead of Leclerc in the championship. Can fully see this happening. In fact, I think it will happen. Just if anything is if the first half of the season is anything to go by. 
and Ferrari not having a clue what a number one and a number two driver is, considering they are Ferrari and they had Michael Schumacher in their team. There's going to be a lot of we are checkings. There's going to be a lot of signs. You know, Leclerc potentially is going to take more penalties. I know there's already whispers about Leclerc taking a penalty into Spa and whatever. So yeah, totally. I think Ferrari, they, what, what's the what's the point? Uh, Gat right now, twenty two points. Saying, what's, the point? <laughs> what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Gap. Uh, twenty two points between Signs and Leclerc. George Russell is still ahead of Signs in the championship, uh, in fourth with one hundred fifty eight, uh, and Leclerc one hundred seventy eight. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I don't care. I don't care anymore. It's fine. It's well, I'll have a little bit of optimism for Leclerc's season. I'll say that I think Leclerc will still finish ahead of science because he's a good driver and hopefully he's had a nice reset over the summer break and Ferrari, he's had a stern word with Ferrari and says, don't mug me off. Or no, he's, no, he's not. you he's think not. he's too nice. No, he's he's gone, probably like, oh, I've written you a song sorry. on my piano. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's going to rock up to spa wearing an Isla Ferrari t-shirt. <laughs> and it'll be exactly the same. And they'll tell him oh. to pit when it's raining and he'll put on dry tires and yeah. I, I, I'm with you though. I think I think he has the pace to do it, even despite the fact that it always seems to be him. Well, I say it's always him. Science has had a bit of bad luck here and there, and his car's on fire. And if you've watched some... the Royal Ferrari YouTube video and how many points they've actually lost, um, quite Science a few for Science as well. Yeah. About forty odd, but Leclerc's lost 125. So, <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I um, I wouldn't be. I'd almost say it's not a crazy prediction if science finished ahead, but I think Leclerc will just get it. Yeah. It will be an absolute travesty if Leclerc finishes behind signs in the championship for a second year in a row. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a really tough fight for fifth and sixth in the championship. <laughs> what is it you taught me yesterday? Not a top 100 driver, Ferrari driver in my book. <laughs> is yeah, that Ferrari, what you say? Ferrari aren't top that four people in my say book. Now? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Kids. What did you? What did you teach me yesterday? Honestly, uh, me- no memes. Slang. <laughs> uh, love it. Right. Yeah. So cool. Signs. Whatever. Yeah. Finish it. If he does, uh, you will not see me next year. That'll be it. I'm over. Finished. Yes. Resigned. Sorry. Right. Uh, Brady. Brady two seven nine. Valtteri Bottas will outdrive his Alpha to a podium. No. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. No. He's 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 washed. If anything, Guan Yu, uh, Joe Guanyu will, will do that. Are you uh, joking? Oh, wow, savage. Yeah. No, Bottas hasn't actually been that good after the first sort of five races. So his car's no. been a pile of poo. Yeah, exactly. So why would he out? <laughs> I mean, out driving his Alpha at this point is getting to tenth. Yeah, I was. Obviously, I don't think this will happen because I don't think anyone's getting a podium apart from the top guys. What I would say is, I will say that I think I'm so not against this. I so I so think this is not right prediction. Um. I will go as far as saying that I think Alfa Romeo by the end of the season will be the second worst car after Williams quite considerably. Um, it's a shame because they started off so strong and Bottas, you know, it was so it was really cool to see him up there. And it was a hilarious narrative, wasn't it? That he was racing Hamilton and Russell in, in the Mercedes when he'd got dropped by them. Sorry, moved on, as Toto said. Um, not He wasn't fired. Um, but yeah, I think Alpha might even lose to Haas in the constructors' title. 
and I, I feel like they're going backwards, which is a shame. But they just don't seem to. The, the they've seemed to like have been that team what that we thought Hass would be, where they get loads of points at the start and then the cars just can't compete. But maybe, maybe they need Audi to buy them out, and then that's when they'll start getting good. We shall see. Yeah, I don't know about a podium. I think a fourth or fifth is definitely on the cards. I mean, looking at his results from this year so far, I think it's quite harsh to say he's washed. <laughs> you know, Bahrain's sixth behind K-Mag, and then Australia eighth, Imola fifth, Miami seventh, Spain sixth, and a few other top 10 results in there. Obviously, his car has been about, like, what, it's got a Ferrari PU in the back. That's all you really need to know. So... I think maybe not a podium, but we'll see some good performances from him for the rest of the season. I hope. His, it's just his performances have tailed off so much since sort of Azerbaijan, where he got 11th, he got 7th for Canada, then retired in Great Britain, 11th in Austria, uh, 14th in France, obviously DNF in Hungary. It's just not been They've there. been a bit anonymous, haven't they? Yeah, they've, they've the really have tailed off. The last couple, maybe. Because he'd scored, what, one, two, three, four, five, six in the first seven races, he was mm. scoring points. I feel and, sorry uh, for for Zhe Guan Yu that essentially when the Alpha was quite good, he's just had really bad luck. Bit, and the yeah. fact that the fact that he's on five points, I don't think really does it justice that he's been pretty solid and decent this year. So it's a shame, but I just don't think Alpha are going to improve. No. Okay. Well, uh, good luck to you, Alpha. See how you do. And the final submitted. Uh, crazy prediction comes in from legend go Tifi. a winner besides rebel racing ferrari and mercedes no i think we've already kind of explained <laughs> why a podium may not happen mm. uh, a winner would have to be something hungarian 2021 gps-esque with with bottas our previous prediction uh person uh doing some more bowling but no i i i cannot see a winner no, not a chance. I mean, it, it, if even yeah. if you left Mercedes out of there, you could debate that, which obviously we spoke about, about we're not winning a race. If Mercedes won a race, that would be seen as a, a shock. Yeah. Someone outside to... of those three. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah. it'd be very hypocritical if we just had that whole talk about how we don't think we're going to get any really crazy surprise podium finishes to then turn around and say, oh, but I think we'll get a winner. Because <laughs> yeah, there's there's going to be too many like variables that need to work themselves out for that to happen. So I'm going to say no, but I love the optimism and I wish it did happen because I love <laughs> nothing more than a shock winner. I think F1 fans will agree. Like getting a random winner, like it's just great. I love it. Whether that's like Checo or Ocon or Gasly, like it's just a really feel-good story to have somebody, you know, for Ocon, bless him. I love him dearly, but that could be his only F1 win. Matt's nodding. It will be <laughs> his only F1 win, but won't like, it? It was such a happy, lovely story. And, you know, in F1, sometimes we have not great things happen, but then we also get magic moments like that, and it makes it all worth it. So I'd like to have that. I don't know why I've gone so, like... <laughs> Very, very believe in your hopes and dreams guys you know uh, <laughs> but someone needed to because this whole podcast has basically been no, people doing no, really optimistic no. predictions <laughs> and us going no it's going to be boring sorry uh however what i would say is 
to give a bit of uh of something nice i think there's i think it's just as likely that we'll see a different a new winner as much as we'll see a new podium finisher because like you say i think the only way we're seeing a new podium finisher in my mind is a crazy race so i guess that opens up the fact that it could be absolutely crazy and it rains right at the end and all the midfield put on wet tires and um the top six goes skating off the road and um and you get a crazy result like that so i'd say there's just as likely to get a new winner than we are just anyone on the podium really but maybe um it's just a i'm just i do really hope we get a crazy race again um don't get me wrong oh, yeah, i think it's great. been a great it's been a great it's been a great season uh, i've enjoyed it there's been some i i love the the new cars there's a lot of wheel to wheel battles and it's been there's been a lot of excitement but i think the one thing it has lacked is like a a feel good midfield and i know that's not mm. what the rules were meant to do they weren't meant to close up the pack they were just meant to make the racing closer which they have done but i would like to see a crazy result where Yuki Tsunoda wins by three laps. That's all I ask. Wow, three laps. So That's you still wanted a boring aspect. You, <laughs> still wanted a boring aspect to a crazy race. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. Suzuka. Lots Tsunoda win at Suzuka by three laps. are saying Seb winning Singapore. There's a lot of that in the what? chat. I've seen that a lot. I know he's good at I Singapore, but he's, um, he's driving a tractor. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm not sure that's going to quite happen. Um, but... Everybody manifest. <laughs> Singapore might be a good, good shout, actually, for a... Crazy race. Uh, crazy race. Odd odd result. Yeah. Normally normally throws a bit of a But Ferrari's uh, gonna collide again. Sorry. I said that really Please. Katie, come on. Singapore Sorry. Grand Prix will be the race where everything happens. So the fry drivers will collide. Ocon Alonso get bitter. Piastri somehow, gets announced Alonso it doesn't get a seat. The... <laughs> Mercedes don't win, but somehow win the ninth constructor style. <laughs> Alonso gets a podium. Science finishes ahead of Leclerc in the title. Bottas on the podium as well, and there'll be a new winner. There you go. Singapore Grand Prix. Don't miss it. Wow. There you I go. Wait for it to be the boring wow. race on the, we, we've really on the whole season. Yeah. Switched up the hype there. Um, but it is interesting, you know, we speak about, yeah, I completely agree with the whole podium and winner, and it's just it's going to be have to be a crazy race. But it's, it's, it's funny, because last year, obviously, we're like, oh, only two teams are, are the quickest. But the beauty of having only two teams are the quickest, and both Hamilton and Verstappen crashing into each other, was like, hey, opens the door to a new winner. But now we don't have that because they're all driving very calmly and there's not a lot, not a lot of controversy and a lot, not a lot of wheel banging uh, between the front runners. And, and that's what happens. They're all defending their own little podiums. It's, it's quite boring, actually. You know what I mean? It's very boring. No, it's not. It's great. Love Formula 1. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for your crazy predictions, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Tommy, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Ready, steady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but now if I cut all that waffle out of the podcast, uh, no one's going to know what that was about. No, um, no, don't cut it out. Don't cut it out. Or just all the Ainsley Harriet chat. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to not Spa, the Singapore Grand Prix, where you, all this. Oh, crazy so stuff that was happened. my one. <laughs> what do you mean uh, looking forward to the Singapore Grand Prix? Because no that's when cares. all the that's where yeah. all the chaos happens. No, Ferrari colliding. I can't. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, I'll allow it. Katie, you're not allowed to say the same thing or reiterate any kind of thoughts that Tommy just said. Katie, final thoughts. 
My final thoughts are um, looking forward to... Nah, <laughs> yes, Himpa just said, Katie will say looking forward to something. And you just fell straight into that trap. Wow. Yes. I am positively excited for the uh, press conference on Thursday because there's going to be a lot of tea to spill. Alonso's just going to sit there just loving life, watching it mm. all unfold. And my final thoughts are <laughs> please, ready for more pain. <laughs> please, Ferrari, just please have a normal race with a normal strap. Just take that Pirelli tire sheet that you get at the start of the weekend do and that. follow it. Whatever it says is the optimum strategy. Just do it. Okay. Option one, plan car. A, plan A, just do it. Okay. That'd be lovely. Perfect. Well, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Uh, watching live on Twitch, if you are, WTF1 official. Thank you so much. If you're not, go follow us. Uh, and thank you to audio YouTube watchers as well, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in to some crazy predictions. Enjoy the Belgian Grand Prix. We will be live on Twitch, as always. We'll have lots more content for you. So follow us on all the platforms. And give us a five-star thumbs up wherever you are. Lots of love. Take care. Adios. Peace out. Bye. 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 If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.